Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda and Ashley. And today we have a brand new episode for you guys. But before we get into it, I wanted to make sure to let you guys know to give us a five star review and rating on the Apple podcast app because it really, really helps us out. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Our Instagram account is Let's Get Real the podcast. Our Twitter account is Let's Get Real Pod. And our YouTube channel is Let's Get Real Podcast. You can search that up. Make sure to subscribe. You can comment on all the videos there and show us some love. So for today, we're going to be talking a lot of gender roles in relationships. Whether or not the men should be the provider, who should be paying for the first date, when you feel is the right time to move out with your significant other, what are rules to be moving out, or what are little signs to tell you whether Mm -hmm. or not you should be thinking about that. So we'll get straight into it. Our first question will be for Ashley. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Who should pay for the first date? Okay, so I have a lot of thoughts on this. So I think that if a man is asking you out on a date and he says, hey, will you go out on a date with me? Hey, can I take you out? Hey, let's go to dinner. I think it's his responsibility to take on the bill without you even having to feel like, oh, should I take my wallet out? Oh, should I like pretend to pay? I think it's his job because he asked you out. If you were the one that suggested it as a female, we're talking like, you know, male female relationship. But if you're the one that asked him out, I think that it's kind of up in the air. But I think the man should always pay on a first date. Even if the woman's like, oh, I'll take care of it. I think he should take charge and be like, no, 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 no. I got this. So, yeah, I definitely think it's the man's job. It depends sometimes. But overall, yeah. What do you think? Personally, I get where you're coming from. I feel like as a man, you should be offering or suggesting to pay for the bill. However, I feel like had this been flipped around, if I were the guy, I would think like, okay, we're not even comfortable yet. And you're Mm -hmm. assuming that I'm going to pay for the bill. What makes me think that, you know, when we get serious. But if you ask her out, like, why is like, what? Well, (laughs) I mean, yeah, but well, that's the thing, too. Like if you're going out on a coffee date, like you're going Mm -hmm. to a Starbucks, you're going to Tim Hortons. It's like a $10 drink for you and her, for you and him. Mm -hmm. Fine, whatever. Pay for the bill. But if you're going to like a movie dinner, then going to go to a Starbucks drive through mm-hmm. and like, I don't know, you have like a whole day plan. Yeah, like three dates in one night. And yeah. on top of that, if he's coming to pick you up and going to drop you off, it's like he's paying for all this stuff. Like, I feel like you should at least have the, you know, the courtesy to say, hey, listen, you yeah. picked me up. Like, let, let me, me get grab drinks. the Starbucks for yeah. us. Like, I appreciate you picking me up you know let me pitch in too i agree with that i think that you kind of got to help out in a little bit just show like okay i'm appreciative i'm not using you but let's say you just go to dinner like that's it he asks you hey brenda like can you come to dinner with me i think i'd still i still offer i'd still offer like oh no let me pay for my plate Mm -hmm. but i i mean as a guy you should be like no no no, it's cool but i'm still gonna you know offer that exactly i think it depends so like there's a few different examples if it's online dating and this is the first time you've met, I don't think you have to pay the bill if you're not interested. So let's say like you're a man, right? And you go on a date and halfway through the date you realize I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need to pay the bill because you know you're not interested. You know you don't need to impress her. You like what's the point in paying an extra $40 out of your own pocket for someone that you know at that very moment you're never going to see again? Yeah, you might seem like an asshole, you might seem cheap, but I think in that situation the man doesn't have to pay because if he knows he's not interested, why should he spend his hard-earned money on you just to be a gentleman? I don't know. I know that's that sounds weird, yeah, but Yeah, I, I get it. Okay. Because, like, if you're interested in the girl on that Tinder date or whatever it is, and you're, like, halfway through, you're like, okay, I'm fucking with her vibe, I like her, then you're going to want to pay and be a gentleman and, like, show her that, like, yeah, I can take care of you in a way. 
But, like, if you're not interested, what's the point? You know you're never going to see her. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. There's no way of judgment because, I mean... She's never going to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I see it that way. So what if you're the female? How do you feel if a man doesn't even offer and you have to be the one to be like, let's split the bill? And he just says nothing. Do you care? Okay, so you're on a date and the check comes and you're kind of waiting for him to offer and he doesn't. But you notice that before you're about to pay for the bill, they usually do ask like separate or together. Okay, what if the man doesn't answer? Are you going to answer for him or are you going to just wait for him to say separate? I feel like if he doesn't answer, it's a known fact that it's a separate bill because if he wanted to pay for you, yeah. he would have said, so "Oh no, it's together." What do you do? Do you say it or do you wait for him to say it? You wait for him to say it. Okay, good. Cuz yeah. like I remember I was in this position one time and it was just silent. I think he was waiting for me to be like separate. And I was like, "No, no, 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 no. If you wanted to be separated, you're going to be a man. You're yeah, going to say separate. Like I'm going to let you sit here and say separate." It's actually funny cuz I've mentioned this with my boyfriend that every time we go out, they always ask like, "Is it separate or is it together?" Mm-hmm. And they see him pulling out his wallet, but they make the eye contact with me. Oh, cuz they're like Oh, I don't know. For like, I don't know if it's like for reassurance. Or yeah, like, like I'm not trying to answer as a female. Right? Like the it's, man can answer that he's a man. Like if he doesn't want to pay, then he needs to say for himself. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that's weird. I feel like if the waitress comes and says, "Is it going to be separate or together?" and the man doesn't answer, it's it's a known fact that it's going to be separate. You just say, "Yeah, it's separate." I saw this tweet by a girl talking about how she lets her man feel like a man by giving him her money. To pay her half. So he gets to appear as like, oh, I'm paying the bill. But really, she's giving him the money for her. So let's say the bill is $60. She'll slide him a 30. And he'll just like look like he paid for everything so that she can feed his ego in a way. What do you think of that? I don't think that's bad. It depends, too, because, I mean, the older you get, like if this is a person that like you're committed to, you essentially, I don't know, most people, I guess, would have some type of joint account. I'm talking just like dating, though. Like, dating, boyfriend, girlfriend, but not yet, like, five years in. Still dating. So recent? I don't know. I think that's fine because I feel like I've done that, too, where if we're having a long weekend together, like, I'll put it all on his card and then we'll split it after or something. But do you do it to feed his ego or for convenience? For convenience. I'm talking about to feed his ego. In this situation, I feel like it's okay to pay him back later if it's just convenient to pay all at once. And, like, you know you're paying him back. Like, that's okay. But I just feel as though if it's for his ego, like he wants to just look like he's paying so he can feel nice and feel better about it. I think there's a problem. Like if you can't afford it, that's okay. But own it. And if you want your ego to be fed, work harder. Yeah. And make it work. I mean, if you're doing it just for appearance and ego, then yeah, that's I think that's, that's weird. Whack. Yeah. There's times where you go over as a group and it's like, yeah. okay, let me just put it all it's on my easier. tab and then we'll just split it equally after. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like what we do because usually when we go out, we do more than one thing. Like we'll go get grab a Starbucks then we'll grab dinner, then we'll grab this. Yeah. So I'll put it like he'll be like, I'll put it on my tab. And then obviously if it's like a hundred dollar night out, I feel bad. because No, that's normal. That's, I did you know, that too like, in my relationship. I'll split it. Like I'll be like, mm-hmm. OK, I'll send you a 50. Times are rough. Like, even though you don't, people act like, nah, nah, it's good. Like, it's just $5. Like, it adds up. It adds up in the yeah. long run. Even so if you're a man, it still adds up. I feel like it's kind of throwing shade. Like, I wouldn't want someone to expect that I'm always paying for stuff. Yeah. So I wouldn't expect someone to pay for all my stuff. So I always, no matter what, I owe, I'm always the type of person I'll offer, like, here, take mm-hmm. my 20, here, take a 5, here, take a 15. I, I agree with that. I think it's okay. Like, I was definitely in the same situation sometimes where I would um conveniently have it just like put on my ex's card and i would pay him back which is normal because 
if I want to buy something and I don't, because I always forget my card, then I would just make sure to pay him back, right? Yeah. And I think that's fine. But I think when it comes to like ego, because the man wants to seem like a man, if that's so well, important that's to you, case, then you'll go make more money and do yeah. that for yourself. Because that has nothing to do with me. That has, and you wanting to take care of me, that has to do with I want to look like I'm. Or like if you're going to do that, don't expect the woman to pay you back. Because if you're putting it on your tab, it's because you're putting it on your tab. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, you know whether or not she wants to give it back to you like it's different you can tell when it's an ego thing yes yeah, it's, it's like yeah an actual genuine thing that someone's doing i agree so out of curiosity what do you do when the check comes when you're dating i'm not well, talking about you and your you, boyfriend no no no, not you okay. and your boyfriend i'm talking about when you were dating and you were going on first dates or second dates what did you do when the check comes offer to pay half or i offer to pay for my plate or my food or oh, how much is it, like, I'll send you some money or let me put in some too. Mm -hmm. I think I've always, always been the type to at least offer offer. or suggest. Yeah. Um, I know sometimes guys will be like, no, 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 it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. So I'll even do it a second time. Mm -hmm. Like, are you sure, like, I can, you know, or sometimes what I'll do too, if they're very, like, sure that they don't want me to pay, then I'll be like, okay, let let me grab us, like, coffee or something on Mm -hmm. our way home or I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But, like, I feel, because, again, like, had I been the opposite and i'm the guy paying for a girl all the time i just feel like you know you're if you're expecting me to pay at this point all these things for you it's like later on when you get comfortable it's just easier right yeah like it, it gets easier to ask it, like, and easier to feel comfortable the for, the relationship. for you to mm-hmm. tell the other person how you feel and what what you want right in the yeah. beginning you're always like shy and oh should i say it do i want it the more you get comfortable with someone mm-hmm. the more easy it easier it is to ask for things or expect things from another person i agree i personally went okay so like when i dated a lot before i never offered i just felt like you asked me out you asked me to come with you i'm gifting you with my presence so i expect you to take care of it and if you don't want to or if you can't that's okay but say so and i will take my wallet out i know that sounds bad but like if you ask me out i just feel like you want me to come out with you. You want me there specifically. So I would usually just sit there and I would like clip my hair and just kind of sit there and look pretty and just like smile. <laughs> like I didn't really like do anything about it. And if he would ever want the bill to be split, the guy would say something. But I actually don't think yeah. he's ever like I don't think any guy that I went on dates with back then ever said anything. I'm just telling you now if they didn't say anything and they wanted to they said it when you were gone because that's my thing like what do you mean they said it when I was gone like if he dropped you off he's like bro like I literally paid $60 for this freaking meal and well I would always get a second date and they do it again okay yeah so I mean I was doing something right (laughs) but I went on a date I was out before the guy got there because I was just like hanging out alone right Mm -hmm. I got a drink and then he showed up we got more drinks like not many like two and when the bill came i offered to pay for my drink before he had come i said oh i can take her the one that i got before you were here i didn't mention anything about the ones we got together but i did mention that one he still took care of it he bought all of them but that was the first time i'd ever offered ever offered the thing too is i find men are not the type to suggest that they're gonna pay for it like they're not gonna be like oh i'm paying for your dinner or don't worry i got this like yeah if it'll be up in the air until the bill comes exactly and the thing is like no man wants to really say let's separate it exactly so they're just gonna go broke trying to feed their ego 
so yeah. that they don't have to say but like to me it's if it's important to you and if you're struggling you'll say something i, I don't just think feel, they'll say something i think i don't know struggle. i don't know maybe struggling. i'm an asshole maybe i'm an asshole i just feel like if you ask me on a date then be prepared to i know when it comes to money is a very it's a very touchy topic i just feel as though you should not be asking females on dates if you don't have the money like we don't have to go on dates for you to go broke right but if you are asking me then be prepared for it right because i'm so traditional like my parents are like you know how my parents are my dad opens the car door for my mom when we go out to dinner yeah they're very traditional and i've just seen it growing up my thing too though when this goes back to like gender roles and stuff if that's how you think traditionally then when men think certain ways like oh a woman should be at home cooking my dinner yeah i think that's true i should be at home cooking dinner i should be i want i think it's all about who's getting home first like if you get home before me best believe you're gonna cook dinner because then you're like you're waiting on dinner just because i come in later Okay, so wait, no. this can this can bring us to our next topic because I got a lot to say about this whole thing. Wow, we really look at it differently, huh? So should the man be the provider? Can I answer this first? Go ahead. Go okay, so I think the man should be a provider because I think that the woman should take care of all the household duties. I think the woman should be cleaning. I think the woman should be cooking. I think the woman should be holding shit down, organizing no. things. I think the woman should be taking care of most of the kids' activities and things like that. The woman should be really keeping everything together. The woman holds the house down. The woman is like, the woman is the house. She's the one that holds shit down. I think the man should be the provider because that's the thing that the woman should not stress about. She should not be going and working her ass off for 100 hours a week to come home and do all of these duties, clean the house, do this, do that, do that. I think the man should take care of the finances and providing for the woman, making sure that she's good and she doesn't have to worry about money. Yes, she should make her own money. I think she should buy her own things, have a side hustle, have a part-time job, whatever, whatever, right? But I think the whole point of the man being the provider is so that the woman is able to take on the duties without being fucking stressed and wanting to kill herself. I think the woman should be the, the, the one that does all of those chores. That's how I was in my relationship. Like, I would make, I would never ask for help with any cleaning, cooking, nothing. Like, don't nothing. get me wrong. There's certain things that I feel like, for example, if you're a stronger cook than your significant other, then yeah, maybe it's a your chore type of but thing. But that's nothing to do with men and women. Well, because it has nothing to do I'm with gender. I'm going to people off. It I'm has gonna... nothing to do with genders. It has to do with what your qualities are. If I'm a good person at cooking, I should be the cooker. But if the man's a good cook... Then he should be I mean, be like, cooking. yeah, if the man's a good cook and he wants to take care of the I meal, mean, fine, I have a but friend I'll who's do more. Who's like that, too. She doesn't cook at all. Her man cooks. She needs to learn how to cook for her man, then. Well, but I then she does the cleaning. Ah, I think it's embarrassing. Like cleaning. I think that's embarrassing. I... If I can't cook for my man, another woman's going to cook for my man. I'm not going to put my man in that position. Well, this goes back to, like, equality and, like, why women should be making equal pay as men. Because there's things like that where it's like, well, why can't a woman do this? Why can't a woman be a construction worker? She can, but, like, she can also, like, cook for her man. (laughs) I don't know. I'm the total opposite. Like, I get where a man should be a provider in the sense where men know that they're the protector. They're the protector. So for certain things, like, yes, they should be providing. Like, if the, for example, if the light needs to be changed at the house, I would expect him to be like, oh, let me change it after dinner. Mm-hmm. Had But if I'm home alone, he's at work, and I'm not going to be staying in the dark just to wait for him to change a light no, bulb. I'll I go agree. and do it. You should know how to do it. But, like, why should you when you have a man? Agreed. But 
I don't think it should be expected of the men to do it. Oh my god, yes, it should. If I have a flat tire, I'm not gonna go out of my way to go get that shit fixed. Do I know how to do it? Yes, I know how to do it. But why would I do it? What if he didn't know how to do it, but you did? Well, then I'm not. I'm with the wrong man. Why am I with a man that doesn't know how to change a tire or fucking pump a tire? <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm all about equality and things being equal. Like, again, I'm not saying that a man shouldn't be a provider. I think in terms of, like, emotionally there and for certain things, again, like changing a light bulb or, like, I don't know. Taking out the trash? Taking out the trash, things like that. Like, yes, I guess have that expectation. But when it comes to certain things like paying for the bill or another thing, like when you're living together, like who who pays the rent? Ooh, can I answer this? So I think when you're in a relationship, you're just like dating. I think it should be 50-50. Once you have children and you're married, that's when a lot of responsibilities change. I think the man should take care of it for the most part or at least take care of all of it. And the woman pays for groceries. She pays for her own leisure activity. She pays for her nails. She pays for little things like home decor, things like that. What do you think? See, I... Again, when you guys are dating and it's in the beginning, like, it's different. But when you guys are together and you're living together, I think there should be, like, a joint account in that sense. Where when there's certain things that are both yours, like rent Mm -hmm. or mortgage or hydro, things like that, that, like, you're both using. I think it should be split. And not 50-50. So what I'm saying is, like, let's say the bill comes up to $2,000. You're putting in $1,000 and I'm putting in $1,000. I don't think that's equally because, for example, what if my income biweekly is $1,500 and his income biweekly is $3,000? So, you know. (laughs) Then you need a new man. (laughs) But what I'm trying to say is, like, again, my half of my, let's say, okay, let's say I made Mm $2,000 biweekly and he makes $4,000 biweekly. Half of my paycheck is $1,000. Half of his paycheck is $2,000. It's double my amount. I think that's fair. I think you should put a percentage of your income. So maybe 50% of his income should go towards a joint account. 50% of my income should go towards a joint account. And then you pay it from there. Exactly. I think that's totally fair. I 100% agree with that. And it's better that way because I feel like you guys are grinding together, you guys are shining together. When it comes to later on, like, let's say things do get messy, something happens, at least you know you put in equal amount of efforts. Because the thing is, too, once you think that the man is a provider, I find that this is another reason why people are always scared to leave their significant other. Because they're providing for them. They're like their financial holder. So they don't see life without them because it's like, oh, I don't want to leave him because how am I going to pay rent? How am I going to do this? I think that's if you're stupid. Like, that's if you're stupid. For me, I'm a hustler. So no matter what, I'm always going to be good on my own. Like, I live on my own right now. But then you're going to be you're gonna be so comfortable with him paying all these things that when it's time for you to pay for these things, you're going to be like, nah, Fuck. nah. Like, I'm too independent for that. I'll always know in the back of my mind that something can happen. I'm way too cautious and independent that I will always be good. And yes, I'll be really comfortable and I'll be chilling. But... I'll always know that there's a chance that I'd have to walk away at one second at, at any given second and I'm okay. So I'll never have a man have that power over me. There's no way in hell I would let a man have that power over me. Like, yes, he could make more money than me. But honestly, I just because of the way that I am, I always know that we'll probably be on the same page or I don't know. Like, I just I would never have someone have the power over me. I wouldn't allow that. There's no way. 
Well, that's good, but I feel like a lot of people... A lot of people uh, would. Uh, yeah. Because a lot yeah. of times when I ask people, like, okay, well, if this person's treating you like shit and you don't want to be with this person, why are you still with them? It's because they can't and afford a, rent on their own. No, yeah. like, 50% of the reasons is because they can't financially see themselves without that extra income. That's sad. That's sad. And I, that really scares me to think that people are, are stuck like that because it's there's always a way out. There's always a side hustle. There's always another job that you can figure out. But it's just so hard to want to do that when you're so comfortable and used to exactly. someone. Exactly. That's the word, comfortable. Yeah, when you're comfortable, it's just it becomes too easy to become accustomed to all of it. But when you think about it from an outsider perspective, you're like, what am I really doing? And it's mm-hmm. scary. But I think on terms of the whole rent thing, touching back about on that topic, in a sense, I can see where you're coming from, though, because I do find that a lot of people who, you know, tend like they move in together, they mm-hmm. have their own place. I do find that women tend to be more of like, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like they tend to buy things more like household stuff, like furniture, decor, they make the house a home. towels. Exactly. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like I find that women do spend just as much as men do Mm -hmm. because men will like okay let's say he buys the he pays for the rent he pays for the car insurance he pays for the hydro those are things that come in Mm -hmm. like you know monthly but things that she pays she might be paying it like little towels paper towel toilet paper and it might be something that she's paying every single day for a full week so if you add all the stuff that she ends up you know putting into the house or whatever it ends up being probably just as much as what? Uh, I don't think so. No? No, because I groceries know... Groceries nowadays is expensive. I, I find that women mm, or mothers, yeah. they tend to do the grocery shopping, even when it comes to clothes. When you're buying clothes for yourself, yeah, your they kids, take, or for your yeah, significant they other. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, like, buy the clothes. I've, I've had so many people who are, like, married tell me, like, you know, they, to this day, buy certain things for their, like, husbands. Like, mm-hmm. like shirts pants mm-hmm. underwears like those are things that guys won't buy themselves i yeah. guess for some weird reason i know it's so weird but so like weird. they'll be the ones to to buy it for them and i think that's fine i think you're supposed to take care of your man because your man's supposed to take care of you in other ways i i think that honestly i'm so traditional with it the woman is the nurturer she's the one that makes the house a home she's the one that cleans and cooks and I know it sounds so bad, and I know the feminists are going to attack me. Don't worry, they, I'm with you guys. I'm with you guys. Yeah, like, you know what? I do want to say, can you guys please, please, please DM us on Instagram, Let's Get Real the Podcast, and let us know what you think about this topic. Do you agree with me, Ashley, in case you forget who I am, or Brenda? Or me. Because I honestly want to know, am I an asshole? Am I just looking at this in, like, such a, what's the word? Mis- I think I'm just misogyny? more so into all about equality. Like, I'm very, like... A woman should be able to do just as much or as equally as a man. I think and so all about too. This whole empowerment and like woman power and stuff. Like, there's no way that you can, you know, <laughs> be like a woman empowerment and have like all this stuff towards women if you're not gonna <sighs> practice it. But I think so too. I think you should know how to change a tire and you should know how to check your oil and all that shit. I think you should know these things, but I don't think you need to do these because you have well, a man. Well, know these things too. Like, you can just YouTube and, like, Google yeah, these Yeah, but I think that you should know how to do all these things and you should be okay. You should be able to look at your relationship and be like, if I was on my own, I'd be fine, but I'm not on my own and I have this person, so he's going to take care of this and I'm going to allow him because he's a man and it's his job. In terms of protector, 
in terms of the men being the protector, I 100% agree with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 100%, like, you want your significant other to make you feel safe. Or, like, when you're home with that person and you know, like, the door's wide open, the windows is wide open. But you feel safe because you feel secured yeah. with another, you know. I think that's important. It's really hard to know when that person is going to be right for you. Like, are they going to be able to protect you, take care of you, make you feel safe? So it always makes me think of, like, how do you know when the right time is to move out with someone what what are like the what's the green light to make you realize okay this is the person i want to live with this is okay okay this is a good topic because i feel like my time is coming Mm. um but i feel like there's certain signs these Mm -hmm. are signs from like when you start dating little things that you start to see like first of all one thing is like are you guys financially stable to be yeah of course you know if they're not then even though you are you shouldn't be you know because it's just not gonna work out yeah because then again these things are gonna come up like oh are you paying for this are you paying for that i feel like a big sign for you to know whether or not that like it's time for you to move out with that Mm -hmm. person is if you genuinely feel comfortable yeah and you're financially stable with each other you guys have like a good cushion to work with Mm -hmm. um and again like there's genuine feelings between that person like you've talked about future plans you've talked about okay what you're looking for because maybe you're Mm -hmm. looking for a house and i'm looking for a condo and we just have two different thoughts of what we want maybe you're thinking of buying i'm thinking of renting you know those are signs that make you know whether or not that person is the one that you should be moving out with Okay, so do you feel like you need to go on, like, a long vacation first or you need to spend a lot of time at their house or vice versa first? Or do you think it's something that you can just kind of jump into? No, you cannot jump into right? that. Right, yeah. For question. sure, you've had to have a couple of vacations, maybe, you know, sleepovers, hangouts, mm-hmm. where you kind of see their, their inner life. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. their habits, how they like sleep how do they, they leave like, their socks on the floor yeah, do are they, they organized yeah. things mm-hmm. like that because there's little things that maybe you won't think will bother you or won't be a pet peeve but then you'll be like oh he always leaves the toilet seat up like what the fuck yeah i totally agree with all of that but i think that when you're kind of assessing that you also have to realize okay what is something that i can look past or that i can fix like something like socks on the floor could be annoying as fuck but it really is just you just pick them up, you know, as much as it pisses you off, stuff like that. But if you realize... So much for being traditional, eh? Where you said, I'm so traditional, you shouldn't be moving out with your man unless you're married with them. I never said I was Catholic and traditional. I said I was traditional in terms of gender roles. Okay, well... So annoying. Anyways, so, for example, there's little, little things. Like, if he's just a filthy, filthy, filthy person and you know that shit's not going to change and you, you can't clean around him, then I think that's something you're like, oh, shit, like, how do I go about this, you know? Mm-hmm. Or if he has, like... He drinks a lot and he gets angry. You know, the certain things that you're just like, okay, now that I'm seeing this, I can't move out. But if it's small things, I think it's like, you know, he doesn't put the cushions back on the couch properly. You can just work around that. Yeah, agreed. But you because have to again, there's it. certain things that we think won't bother us, but with more mm-hmm. time and like being surrounded by it, like it will multiple amounts. It's like, oh, this is really trying, starting to piss me off. Yeah, like there's small things but you can definitely figure those out just by staying at their house really often or them staying at your house but i think staying at their place really often is important because you're in their element and that's their space and they treat it the way they want to right when they're in your space it's going to be completely different so i think that's huge so speaking of their space and your space if you're moving out obviously sometimes you're moving in with the person or Mm -hmm. sometimes you're finding a place together so whether you're renting or buying right um eventually comes to a point where you're married, you're buying a property, you're buying belongings for the home together. Do you think a prenup is important? 
Ooh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it depends on the relationship, but to be quite honest with you, if there's a prenup, I feel like there's some type of trust issues. I agree. And maybe you shouldn't be moving in with that person because at the end of the day, if you're literally, you know, respect the person, regardless of how things ended, I feel like even if, like, let's just say you got cheated on. Yeah. I I think the person who knows they did you dirty would have the audacity to be like, listen, okay, we're going to split up. I know you got this and you bought this and here you can take yeah, this. Yeah, like I know someone whose dad cheated on her mom. I hope she doesn't listen to this. But to this day, the mom is still living in the house with the kids and the dad just knew, okay, I need to leave because I cheated on you. Mm-hmm. So she has the home. She moved her new man into the home and she's still there. If you're getting a prenup, I feel like there is some type of... Like a lack of trust. Like a lack of trust, a lack of uh, disrespect. Because it's kind of like, I brought this in and... Because at the end of the day, regardless of what you bring in, you're building a future together. So yeah. your thoughts automatically is, yeah, maybe I bought a $15,000 car. But what's that mine is gonna, yours. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's how it should be. Once you start living together, it's like whatever is yours is mine, whatever is mine is yours type of thing. Like you, you know, ruined the car, that's something we're going to fix together type yeah. of thing. But prenups, I find, are very common in, like, artists, like, rappers. Yeah, I was going to say, it really depends. For example, for me, I I know I'm going to do great things. I know I'm going to be big. I know I'm going to make a lot of money. And here's the thing. If I end up with someone who is not doing anything and, you know, is working a regular job, like, that's okay, but I might protect myself with a prenup just because I do love you and I do have all this trust. But it depends on the person. I guess I guess it, I can't really say that because if I'm marrying you, I'm in love with you. Yeah. So I. And I at the end of the day, if they that. are doing worse than you, then you know you're going to have to pick up more. Exactly. And that's something you're going to have to That's accept. something I'm preparing myself for. So it's, it's really tough because I wouldn't want to be with someone that I doubt even in the slightest way. So I don't think I would have a prenup. I I don't think so. But I know I would think about it. And my dad would probably try and get me to get one because it's one of those things where if you're a millionaire and your partner makes $20,000 a year, then you got to kind of look at it and think, okay, if I'm putting all this, God forbid something could happen. But I just feel like that happen. person, if they respect you enough, they will know, okay, like, she clearly, I moved into her place. Yeah. I'm driving her car. Yeah. I'm, you know, whatever. It's like, you know you're you're using this person's stuff. So at the end of the day, you didn't put that in. You didn't come with it. So yeah. why am I walking out with it? It's true. I it's think It's different that, when you build something together. Yeah. And you're going to go 50-50 on it. For example, you move in together, you guys buy a bed, and you guys split that. Yeah. You know, then find, sell it, and split the profit 50-50, or get someone to buy it out from you. So, like, let's say, you know, you're moving out, you guys split up, and the guy and you paid 50-50 for the bed. He doesn't want it. He's like, okay, well, pay me my 50% of what I paid. I think there'll be a mutual understanding, and if the person, again, if, if they respect you. For me, personally... When I get married, I do truly believe that I'll end up with someone that's on my level. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, I'll see potential in them. So I will invest in them and make sure that they get to my level. I'm not going to spoil you with gifts and this and that. I'm going to invest in a business idea or whatever you have. If I have the means to do so, 
So in that case, there will be no prenup necessary because I want to see you be as great as me. I want us to be great together, right? So there'll be no prenup because we're going to be on each other's level. So neither of us are going to need to take from each other. So I don't think I'll get a prenup, but I 100% understand why people do it. But I also think it's rooted in a lack of trust. I can see why artists do it. If I was famous and popping and like Mariah Carey, I'm getting a prenup. I don't give a fuck if I'm in love with you and I believe in you. No, but it's different. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Hold up, hold up. So if you're like, you're together before the fame. Like Nazneen and Miguel. Okay, yeah, exactly. Like you guys, you know, were together before all this fame came in and then, you know, you become famous and he's still not really that famous. It's different because he's been there for you from time. But yeah. it's different when you're already, yeah. like, established, established. And then you meet exactly. a commoner, a peasant. Exactly. I'm That's kidding. different because then you're, you're thinking, like, is this person really yeah. here for me yeah. or are they here for me because of the clout or whatever? Exactly. Like, I think Miguel and Nazneen, if Miguel was, like, I want a prenup. I think that's a slap in the face because she's yeah. been down for him for over nine years. Same and with I think uh, that's Steph fucked Curry up. And, yeah. Exactly. I think it's a slap in the face. But if Steph Curry and thing divorced and he meets a new girl and they're in love, get a prenup. Yeah. Get a prenup. There's Agreed. Selena Powell's out there. There's all these people that are just Lori Harvey. Well, she's got money. But, you know, there's people that are just clout chasers and money chasers. So mm-hmm. I think in that case, it's okay and you shouldn't be offended. But there are situations in which it should not be necessary at all. Agreed. Agreed. For the most part, especially if we're talking about ourselves, though, I would probably not get a prenup. Um, but Same. it's different. Like, again, I do understand why certain people do it or, you know, why yeah. they think about doing it. Yeah, but knowing who I am, I don't think I have it in me to tell my partner that I claim to love. Hey, like, I want to protect myself. I, I don't. Yeah. Then I don't trust you. And I just think that that's a that's a slap in the face. And it would break my heart to even have to say that because I think it puts too much too much on the table of like wait if this is how you look at me why are we getting married exactly so i don't think i could ever do it if i ever felt the need to do it i think that it's the it's not the right person for me before i wouldn't have said this which is funny like a year or two ago i would have been like fuck that shit i'm getting a prenup but now i'm like i look at things really differently so i just think it's it's just money it's just money like if they want to run with it the karma will get them and god will bless me i don't know agreed yeah so since we're talking about prenups what are your thoughts about if your significant other is going through a rough time and you would you pick up certain payments like rent or like hydro like you guys go 50 50 and he's going through a rough patch right now so you mm-hmm. don't really want to bring it up like hey rent is due oh my God. what do you do okay so it depends on if we're a boyfriend and girlfriend and just dating and just moved in or if we are like on the road to marriage and children if we're boyfriend and girlfriend, I will take care of it, but I won't do it on a regular basis. If it's a pattern, there's a problem. That's a huge problem. But that will be something that I will kind of take into account and I will expect you to take care of the next month or, you know, pay me back in some way, even if it's slow payments. But if we are at this point a union on our way to marriage, we are living together we're gonna have kids and stuff like that at that point our lives are you know connected our lives are together i'll take care of it because i know there's gonna be a day that maybe i'll be struggling and i'll need you to have my back and i won't be like you need to pay me back i'll be like it's okay i got it as long as i got it which i will so it depends 
it's interesting you think that way because a lot of people would say like when you're married and when you have kids but honestly like i feel the moment you guys live together whether you're paying rent or whether you're you know paying your mortgage because you bought a place mm-hmm. i think the kids and the whole married shouldn't be a factor of why your choice changes mm-hmm. i feel like if they're truly struggling like let's say they had someone pass away and like you don't want to you know mention oh, like yeah rent is due mm-hmm. i will cover it but um i don't necessarily i don't think i would ask for it either i just expect them at the point of when they're ready to like talk about it or they'll bring feel, it up yeah they'll bring it up yeah yeah or maybe they'll just be like okay i know you paid for the rent last week like i'll cover this one mm-hmm. um if it's little things like you know he's he's mourning you know Mm-hmm. he just lost somebody very special to him and he's like mourning for like a week and like you know he How doesn't want to cook thing? oh okay okay that's he doesn't, no, yeah, so yeah. he doesn't want to cook or he doesn't want to go grocery shopping so i have to you know pick up and do those yeah. things i'll do it because it's like what I'm a couple hundred nothing. yeah but it's different when it's like rent or like mortgage like i'd still do it mm-hmm. but i would hope that the person because at the end of the day like I get it. Be there for your significant other. But it's also like basically saying that if you're going through something, you're putting all your responsibilities aside. And I don't think you should think that way because at the end of the day, like the world keeps turning. Like you still have to eat. You still have to like live. And unfortunately, that comes with life. Right. Yeah. Bills to be paying and things like that. So it's great that the person does, you know, come and, you know, have your back in that sense. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like as a as a grown person when you're ready you should talk about hey like yeah. you paid for rent like let me send you some i shouldn't have to come to you and ask exactly. you about it. like that should be your job to be open and honest about it um at the end of the day too it's like everyone has a story everyone's going through something um we all have like shitty moments things yeah. that are you can't let life stop you from your responsibilities and your duties it's kind of like oh like you know i just lost my mom and i have mm-hmm. a two-month-old child i'm not gonna feed them i'm not gonna change them like, yeah like they're just gonna have to survive on moving. their own yeah exactly it's like last week like i was going through it but somehow the fucking podcast still ended up online somehow my youtube videos ended up on my channel because i just knew like okay i could neglect it but right now it's like it, it'll make me feel worse too I also feel like when you're going through shit like that, when you're neglecting all your responsibilities, that's going to kind of add to your pain, too. Exactly. So you don't want to keep just sinking lower and lower and lower and your partner has to just, you know, keep picking you up. Exactly. I don't think that's fair. I think that there's going to be times that like if you can't, then your partner should have your back and Mm -hmm. you should know that. But it should never be a regular thing. And I think that. It just kind of comes to a point where you have to decide, like, is this, am I able to do this? Mm -hmm. The reason why I think this is important to think about is because I know so many people that move in after barely knowing each other. Because, for example, like, I had a friend who, she was living on her own and her man was living on her own. And in, like, two months, they both were spending so much time together that they just moved in together. Mm -hmm. And I think if it's a situation like that, you barely have been dating, you've known each other for two months, I don't think you should be taking anything on because you don't know where this relationship is going to go. But if you're four years in, I think at that point it's like, I know you have me, so I will take care of it. So it really depends. It really does. There's definitely a timeline, I feel like, when, um, you know, you're ready to move out. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people nowadays, they move really quick. I know. Um, like you date a person, you introduce them to your family, and you're moved out. Yeah, it's. I think it's crazy. It's very. Crazy. It works for some people, but I think it is crazy, and it's something I could never do. 
I would yeah, need I to travel with you. That. I need to see your space. I need you to like I need to have so much more. I don't even think a year is enough time for me to move in together unless we've known each other for years we've dated for a while or you know what i mean if we've been friends the thing too is honestly i do i do understand because people always say like it's never the the amount of time you know someone it's the connection you have with that person mm-hmm. that you know and i kind of understand like again a year two years i think that's too too short of a time because you're still getting to know each other yeah but like after two years, I think it's fine. Like I think two, so, three. too. Like, if you take eight years to move in together, no judgment. If you take three years to move in together, no judgment. Yeah. I don't think... I think after two years is a good time to think about it. I think so, it. too. I think so, too. I think if you're friends and you've known each other for, like, eight years and then you start dating for, like, a year or two, like, even a year, I think it's okay to move in quickly because you know each other inside and yeah. out by that point but if you met through a friend and you started dating in a year i think it's very soon because you literally got to know that person a year ago yeah agreed. so it's tough but it's all at your own discretion it's really it's so subjective if you've known your man for four years if you've known your girlfriend for two months and you live together it can work i know a couple that moved in together after three months of knowing each other Three months of knowing, they still live together to this day. They actually have a property together. They live in their best lives. They travel. They're happy. They're thriving. Yeah, for some people, definitely it works. Yeah, it can work for sure. But I don't think it's for everyone. Yeah. It really depends. It depends the connection you have. Because some people, like, they instantly click. Like, you mm-hmm. know, they meet and they're just like, this is the person that yeah. I can see, you know, spending the rest of my life with. But there's some people where you're still like, iffy like is this gonna last like mm-hmm. what's what are his you know habits? and there's nothing wrong with that like if you feel that way it doesn't mean this person's not right for you because you don't have that clicker chemistry like it there's nothing wrong with being cautious and all that it just means you're being you know you're looking out for yourself so in case you're listening you think that oh why don't i feel that click like it's not like that it's also like you know sometimes you're just not sure and you need to make sure i'm cautious as fuck yeah agreed because living in with someone is a big huge it's a huge life change yeah it a is. a lot of things change you have to be more you know in tune with that person mm-hmm. like know their ins and outs you have to like their company peeves. better than your own company because i love my own company and now that i live alone i realize i don't think i could have a roommate unless it's my life partner and i have to really fuck with you <laughs> like i have to really <laughs> love you to move in with me to move in together I feel like we covered a lot today. We talked about gender roles, whether or not, you know, one person should move in with another person who's the provider. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of good topics. Yeah. If you guys have any comments or things that you feel like, no, like we you shouldn't think that yeah, way. Yeah, if you fucking hate what I had to say, let us know. I want to know. <laughs> give us, yeah, give us your feedback. Let us know what you think about these things because I'm sure everyone has gone through something. Mm-hmm. What we talked about, whether the whole provider, first date, when you should move in with someone maybe someone has a story about yeah you know? show your stories we'll read it we're gonna start leaving some time at the end of the episode to read your questions and comments and stuff like that your stories all of that so make sure to send it in to us if you don't follow us on instagram or twitter make sure to do that mm-hmm. so you can dm us on instagram once again our instagram account is let's get real the podcast our twitter account is let's get real pod and feel free to DM us, submit questions, give us your feedback. Let us know what you thought about our thoughts and why we think the way we think. And we're going to share it on the episode. If you want to be anonymous, make sure to say so. 
Also, once again, five star review and rating helps us out so freaking much. It's going to bring us up on Apple Podcast app. So make sure to just do a five star review and let us know like, hey, this podcast is amazing. Hey, this podcast is dope. Just put that in because it helps us. Yes, please. So that's all for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. This was Ashley. And Brenda. And we're out. Bye. Bye.